honestly. currently uh that is zoe and that is me I- <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh no <laughs> welcome back to honestly a podcast with zoe and logan that was logan and that was zoe <laughs> we got there oh my lord we got there eventually. i'm so sorry everyone that was unexpected <laughs> Really <laughs> <laughs> I really do apologize uh, for that. No, it was beautiful. Do not apologize. I don't know what happened. This is the content they come here this for. Is what the people want. Is We're, it not? Are you not entertained? <laughs> We're not. <laughs> do a flip. Do a flip. Do a flip. Oh wow. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm cold. It's slippy (laughs) outside. It's very slippy. And tomorrow I will fall and I can feel it coming. I I feel it coming. (laughs) I'm singing a different song. (laughs) I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Hold on. So everything's fine here on this end. I think. As per usual, we're doing great. I whistled. Did you hear that? Jesus Christ! What's happening? I did like that weird like tooth whistle. God! <laughs> Nothing's working. I thought it was my phone. I was like, did my nose? <laughs> just make that noise? I just almost <laughs> spat water all over <laughs> Zoe's laptop and the microphone. <laughs> just a nice toothy whistle. <laughs> toothy whistle. <laughs> that sounded like the dentist was suctioning the spit out of your mouth. He is. <laughs> this is the only time I could get. <laughs> Things are Fine. Things are so great. How are you? <laughs> I'm unsure now. I thought I was okay, but the last couple of minutes has made me think otherwise. But uh, I'm fine. Went to the King Princess show last night. Um, it was supposed to be on the weekend, but it got rescheduled because of the weather. Um, but I went to that last night, and it was um fantastic. I was explaining this to my mom earlier, but. I had, like, general admission tickets, and so 
I like I started going to concerts by myself like a couple of years ago. Not all the time. I, I do have friends occasionally, <laughs> but tooth whistle one more time. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be my friend with this toothy Good whistle? Line. But I started going to concerts by myself a couple of years ago, and I found that if I have a seat, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel too uncomfortable. Yeah. But, like, general admission shows where I'm literally just standing there. Like, before the show, like, when you're just kind of, like, standing, waiting for it to yeah. start. I feel, like, there's something about standing by yourself, by yourself. that's just so undignified. It like, is. sitting is fine. You're like, yeah, I came here. Yeah. You're by like, myself. I came here, I purchased a seat. <laughs> and I will be sitting here. Do you have a problem with that? But standing, I just feel like I always look like, oh, um, <laughs> where are my friends? It's like, oh, I don't have any. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. <laughs> They're gone. So. They're not replying to my text for three hours. So I awkwardly spent um, the time before the show just standing by myself, yep. um, awkwardly checking my phone, hoping that Zoe was going to text me back. <laughs> she never did. I don't know what happened. Logan asked me this morning. Did you text me after, like, this specific text? Because I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything because our phones have a history of not receiving text messages. And I was like, oh, no, I definitely responded. And then went back and there was a three-hour gap in between text messages. Yeah. I'm a good friend. No, I mean, you could be better. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, needs work. I'm going to be honest. I mean, like, since you brought it up. I, like, um, didn't want to say. Here's a list of notes. No, I'm just kidding. So glad you've opened yourself up. <laughs> Check here and sign here. It was just, like, so random because, like, I'd been texting Zoe, like, on my way to the show and, like, I got there and then I was like, oh my god, the security guard that checked my ID was, like, so cute. And then I was like, I think I'm in love. And then it was just <laughs> no response. And I was like, damn, I'm so sorry. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I ship it. I have nothing to base it on, but I ship it. And then she said, I think I'm in love. And then I thought I said something else, but no. Apparently I entered a fugue state and have lost three hours. So then, like, after the show, like, when I'm on my way home, I, like, text Zoe. I was like, lol, King Princess was jeweling during the show. Because I was, like, trying to, like, I was like, I don't know if I missed text somewhere. So, like, I'm just going to break the ice talking about how she was jeweling. Oh, but there was no ice to break. No ice. Yeah, King Princess was just jeweling throughout the show, which was fantastic. I really respected it. It's like 9,000. Her nick levels were like (laughs) over 9,000. It was wild. Um, Also, if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen it on my story, but um, somebody just threw... People were throwing all sorts of shit on stage. A lot of bras. Somebody threw a pair of underwear. (laughs) Bold. A couple of blunts. And then somebody just, like, threw a Ziploc bag of Fireball on stage. And, like, I'm not talking about, like, there was, like, a bottle of Fireball in the bag. It was just, like, somebody had poured Fireball (laughs) into a Ziploc bag, sealed it up, and just tossed it on stage. I just want to know how that got in. Because didn't they check your- they check bags, right? They do bag check. I didn't have a bag with me, so... They also, like, didn't know, like... I literally just walked in. Like, I had, like, yeah. a coat on, and I had, like, stuff in my pockets. Yeah. Like, nothing illicit. Just, like, my ID <laughs> and keys. She had so much in her pocket. I had a bag of fireball in my pocket. It was you. Um, no, but it's, like, yeah, like, they check bags, but I, like, 
they don't do like a very good job. And, like, yeah. so, like I said, when you just like had it in their pocket or something. It was we went to so see Niall at, at Massey Hall, and they were taking everyone's umbrella, and I was like, just don't see my umbrella. I, I will put it over to the side. And they were like, yep, you were proceed. able to smuggle yours in. Yes. Um, but yeah, the King Princess show was great. Um, the security guard that checked my ID, if anybody, if any of you know him, <laughs> please, please reach out. <laughs> Just let her know. Because I'm just, like, I'm so spastic and just, like, not on this planet a lot yeah. of the time that I think he was flirting. <laughs> I mean, like, you can never be too sure. <laughs> but I was just like, damn, like, you're really cute. But, like, I didn't say anything. Yeah. I was just like, oh, ha, ha. You're like, yeah. Because he checked my ID and he's just, like, he was, like, doing that thing. He was, like, looking at the idea, looking at me, yeah. looking at the idea. And I was, like, smiling really stupidly. <laughs> and then he's just, like... He's like, oh, I'm born on the 25th, which is, like, the day before my birthday. And I was like, oh, my God. Wow. That's crazy. That's I didn't wild. say that. I was just like, oh, haha, really? <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Yeah, I was like, awesome. He's just like, yeah, I guess that makes you pretty cool. I was just like, I guess so. <laughs> Have a good... <laughs> Enjoy. I'm just kidding. He, like, gave me a Good guarding of security. Yeah, like, you're doing a dope job. Sick, bro. But I just feel like if I had been more in tune to, like, anything... Could have gone somewhere. Maybe. I mean, who knows? But anyway. Two ships passing, passing in the, the night. night. I put out a, a plea on Twitter. I was like, Twitter, do your thing. <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> it works I for like everybody it. else. <laughs> it does in your one tweet where I'm pretty... Listen. Got pretty poppin'. Jasmine, from our favorite podcast, Jasmine and Nauseam, retweeted she my did. Twitter I do your thing that. tweet. So if somebody in Guam can see it... <laughs> and retweet it, what are you doing? <laughs> somebody in Toronto who knows this man... <laughs> You're just sitting idly. <laughs> I'm not helping me. That's fine. I see how it is. It was. Don't help your friends. No, that's fine. That's fine. You're all dead to me. <laughs> you can choke. Just kidding. Um. Yeah. So other than that, just chilling. Just chilling. Having a good time. Um. We've developed a song that's now stuck. In my head. Yeah. Our protest anthem. I think you could call it. Yeah. If there's one thing we protest here, at honestly, it is KJ Appa, star of Riverdale. And we recently came up with a chant. And a dance. And a dance. Which, unfortunately, you won't be able to see as no, this is a but just visual. Know. No, audio. Audio. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. We are canceling the podcast. It's over. Unplug. Oh, my God. Pull the plug. Honestly, euthanize this podcast. No, it's an audio media. You know what? It's recorded. It's to listen to with your ears. Do you want to hear our chat? Hey, hey. Ho, ho. KJF has got to go. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. KJF has got to go. Hey, whoa. I got too into it. I almost knocked the table over. I just think it's important to remember that hey, hey, ho, ho. KJF has got to go. He's got to go. I just think, like, I really want this to catch on. Like, I just think... (laughs) If you're listening, like, tweet this at him. Just, like, I don't know. Hey, hey. Just really, like, let's get this trending, okay? Like Twitter, do your Twitter, do your thing. Let's make this the next viral sensation. <laughs> the KJ Appa challenge. Hey, hey. KJ oh. Appa is over challenge. <laughs> or party. I don't know how hashtags work. Both. I am literally losing tweet my mind. Tweet them both. Tweet them both. Hey, hey. Yeah, uh-huh. I, we want to see you dancing to this chant. Oh, ho. 
Do your dance. Do your dance. Oh, happy place. Oh, happy place. Oh, happy place. (laughs) Um, yeah, we went to happy place. That was fun. (laughs) So quiet. Had a fun time. People are like, wow, I love this. Thank you so much for like, shutting up. The girl in <laughs> We did, it was fun, and there was delightful teenagers. Which is that not, it's like rare. That's not something I often say. Delightful teenagers. Yeah, that's not. I think ninety nine percent of teenagers are garbage people. <laughs> They're very much not delightful. But yeah, there were two that were like ahead of us with their mom. One of their moms. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and they were so fun and funny and nice. They, they complimented just, Zoe's outfit. They did. I was like, are you making fun of me? I'm ready to fight you. No, but you could tell she was being sincere. I know. And then. It's um, just that. I know. That like You're like, oh, instinct. so you hate it? Yeah. You're like, oh, thank you. I like yours too. <laughs> She's like, now yes. what? Um, there was one point where they asked me to take a picture of them. And I was like, sure, no problem. And I was like, you are all so beautiful and photogenic. And she's like, oh my god, thank you. You, you too. <laughs> You're like, thank you, I know. I was like, I don't know, but thank you so much for telling me, young child. They were lovely. They were really nice. They I think. kept doing that dance. Ow. Yeah. That... <laughs> I punched the table. Yeah, I don't know what it's called because I'm not like hip and with it. No. Um, but that dance where like you jump up and down on one leg and like you you flail. I don't know how else to word it, but you're your leg and your opposite arm back and forth. It looks really cool when people can do it yeah. properly. I can't, no, so. I don't. It's in that game that people are in Fortnite. Fortnite. I thought it was just flossing that was in Fortnite. No, there's, like, all these dances. Oh, man. I'm not up and with it. <sighs> wow. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I'm so sorry. Wow. But it was very fun, but uh, very pricey. For what it was, truly. Yeah, I was talking to somebody at work today, and she's like, oh, I saw that you went to Happy Place on the weekend. How was it? And I was just like, oh, like, it was good. It was fun. But, I mean, it's definitely overpriced yeah. for what it is. I was like, it's like 40 bucks. She's like, $40? You're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yes, I did spend that. Yeah. <laughs> to go take a couple of pictures. In, in a bathtub. That was difficult to get into. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but... I wonder how many people have fallen getting yeah, in Yeah, it was just, out. like, not so much stepping into the bathtub as the space on either end of the bathtub. Yeah. You kind of have to, like, shuffle. And then there was, like, balls all over the ground. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna trip. <laughs> Are you watching this? I will fall. Are you getting this on Are camera? Are you watching? <laughs> it's about to happen. And then that platform thing to take the upside down oh, picture. that was foolish. It's like stacks of plastic. And I'm like, why isn't it not just a flat surface no, for that me was to stand on? Absolutely foolish. I don't know why they did that. But anyway. There's a ball pit. Hard pass on that. Yeah. I, from me. <laughs> I didn't go in the ball pit. But it looked like fun. So. If you wanted to commit to jumping in a ball pit. Yeah, it just... By that point, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I have enough. I think my days of ball pits are over. Yeah. You know? I might have done it had the ladder coming out not looked like it was about to break at any moment <laughs> from small children getting out. Yeah. I was like, huh. Let alone a full-grown <laughs> adult like, woman. I am chonky. Chonky animals. Chonky animals. I'm going to submit a picture of people <gasps> that Twitter <Please>. <laughs> <laughs> I am the chonkiest animal. Oh my god. 
Um, what's going on in the world? Um, first and foremost, I think the most important is makeup on eggs. Okay. <laughs> Do any of you know about this? Because up until, like, a couple of hours ago, I checked my wrist as if I'm wearing a watch. I'm not. Up until a couple of hours ago, I had no idea that this was a thing, and Zoe was like, have you seen those videos of people doing makeup on eggs? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and then I literally Googled makeup on eggs, and it was just like beauty blenders. <laughs> and I was like, are you sure this is a thing? Is this a dream that you had? Is this a powdered egg situation? Yeah, well, I mean, you do seem to have a thing for I eggs. Um, but I've seen on Instagram Explore page, like... Five or six different videos of people doing a full face of makeup on an egg. Zoe showed me a few of the videos. They're actually very impressive. I just have a lot of questions. Just like, how did this start? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Why are you using so much makeup on an egg? Yeah. Seems like a lot of foundation keeps going into it. I mean, like, my immediate question or, like, comment was, like, you're wasting so much makeup. Yeah. On an egg. On an egg. That, what are you going to do with it, you know? And they keep, like Logan said when we were watching it, they keep using a white egg. Mm-hmm. And then they'll cover it in, like, tan foundation. And they're like, why not just use a brown egg? Yeah. That's the thing. Like, they're putting foundation on these eggs, and then the eggs look brown. And I'm just like, you could have saved yourself a stem. And just use brown. And a pump or two of foundation and just gotten a brown egg. Yeah. Just some thoughts for your future also, egg makeup Also, just videos. egg discourse for a second. <laughs> Brown eggs are superior to white eggs. They are. That is correct. That's just a fact. That is. I agree. For the longest time, my mom always said that, and I was like, girl, how do you tell the difference? <laughs> girl! I was like... This is Logan's Def Jam comic moment. I was like, eggs <laughs> taste the same. Like, you, you, you're telling me that you can differentiate between a white and a brown egg if they were both cooked and you, like, didn't know which was yeah. which. And she was like, yes. And as I've gotten older and wiser, I've come yeah. to the same realization. They do taste better. Brown eggs are, they're just, like, meatier. Yeah. I don't know. They are. Anyway. They're a chunkier egg. They're just, they're a heartier Egg. More robust egg. Yeah, and I just think, like, they have, like, some subtle <laughs> flavors to The vegans so- are shook. <laughs> some, like, subtle eggy flavors. Yeah, no, it's, you like, know? there's definitely, like, an upfront flavor of egg, but then, like, kind of, like, a soft egg finish, and with, like, a slight aftertaste of egg. And it's really beautiful. It is. I would have to agree. Honestly, let us know your thoughts. Let's do a poll. Thoughts White and- egg oh versus my God. brown yes. egg. This will be the first poll that we actually agree on. It, yeah. Cilantro I've come around to a little bit. I would say you're like neutral on cilantro Yes, I now. don't hate it, but I wouldn't like immediately want it in what I was eating. Sure. But if it was there, I would eat it. You wouldn't be like, no. I would be like, get this off of my plate immediately. I'd be like, oh. Cilantro's in the party now. Let's just let's just deal with let's it. Let's just eat it. No, that makes sense. Um, yes, makeup on eggs seems to be the new Instagram trend. So yeah, let us know if you've also seen these videos. Submit uh, your egg makeup videos to us. And oh my um, god, no! This is what you guys should do: make us out of <laughs> eggs. Oh my god! Make our if anyone, no one's gonna do this. <laughs> if any of you want to make if our little loved avatars into. Make our egg avatars into eggs. Make our 
make eggs into our avatar. Eggs into our avatar. <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> just keep saying it. Meanwhile, I'm just saying the same thing over and over again. Eggs into our We're having a collective stroke over here. Um, but we're gonna power through. <laughs> Amen, sister. I just think that's important for you to make it for us. Make KJ up an egg. Hey. Ho ho. KJ Appa has got to go. Ho ho. Can I get an amen? Amen. Can I get Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? I love Marin Morris. Anyone? Um, okay. Makeup on eggs. What else? Makeup on eggs. That's all I have. That's honestly the only topic of conversation we have for you this week. Um, BB. Our good friend. BB. Brexa. Baby. 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 BB Rexa. I don't know Rex. if the X is silent or not. Rex. I don't know how an X could be silent. Yeah. Like in the Raha. middle of that, you know? Baby Raha. Raha. Arriba. Are we okay? No. Um, Egg the <laughs> Um, same. <laughs> BB <laughs> posted a video, um, and the caption was talking about how designers don't want to make dresses for her because she's a size, um, six or eight. And, um, everyone, of course, is like, oh my god, how bold and brave of you to speak up. She's our brave, bold, beautiful woman. She is. Um, the designers are saying all the women in the world that are size eight and up are not beautiful and they cannot wear your dresses. Um, I just, like, I'm not gonna, like, deny (laughs) your experience, baby. (laughs) But I just, like, I don't feel... As if, like, just based on people who are singers, who are, like, actresses. Just, I don't feel like there's that many designers that wouldn't make you a dress if you're a size 6 or 8. You're BB Rexa. Honey. <laughs> you think a designer's not gonna make a dress for you? BB. Maybe not. I mean, like, do people know who you are? I don't. You did that song with Florida Georgia Line. And Louie. <laughs> I mean... In I, the I, chabbiest video of all time. I wouldn't put that at the top of her resume if I were her. I That's mean, all I'm gonna say. Fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. I think it's... <sighs> Again, as you said, we don't want to deny her her experience. No. And if she's encountered trouble in the past with designers not wanting to make clothes for her, that's unfortunate. Um, I think, and you know, maybe when it comes to higher end designers, that's definitely the case. A lot of couture stuff is very, very small sizes. Um, but as a whole, the fashion industry is shitty. We know that. Yeah. But saying that if you're a size eight, that's when you're like ostracized, I think is a bit much. Yeah. And especially it's, like, six slash eight. Like, yeah. it's just, like, it's like no. To me, that makes it seem like she's a size six. six. But she's just, like, 
I'm gonna up that to make like, it be more relatable. Like crazy like too much. Because like I don't know, I've seen pictures of BB occasionally, yeah. and I mean like I know like body types look different on everyone, and you can't necessarily assume somebody's size, but. I'm a size 8, and I'm just saying, like, I don't think BB is the same size as me. <laughs> I just, like, from the picture that's in the nylon article, mm-hmm. it looks like that's that's not, like, a store-bought item that, that she's like wearing. Like, that that's something that her. a designer made. So yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah, she's, I don't think that she is close to a 6 or an 8. I think it, she might be exaggerating a little bit. And it's like, I'm sorry that you can't get a couture gown made, but I mean, it's like, what do you need that for? Your BB Rexa. Raha. Um, <laughs> Baby. But at the end of the day, you can still walk into any sort of clothing retailer and find something that fits you. Yeah. Again, I just wish that people would be more inclusive when they have these conversations yeah. and be like, this is my struggle. And like, if I'm having a hard time, imagine what it's like for yeah. other people who aren't, who don't fit into straight sizes, yeah. you know? Like... And I wish that people's reactions to things would, like, calm down a little bit. Because it's the same thing as when, like, a white actor comes out and is like, racism is bad. And everyone's (laughs) like, whoa! He said it! Again for the people in the back! It's like, okay. Things that are expensive are sometimes (laughs) worse. (laughs) Like, it's just, yes, it's like the bare minimum. And I just need the reaction to the bare minimum to, like, be reflective. Yeah, and I just think, yeah. I mean, it just it reminds me of um, our favorite, I mean, other than KJ Apa, but Lily <laughs> Reinhardt and Camila uh, Mendes from Riverdale. Yes, blazing the trail. That show is just chock full of people <laughs> that I have problems with. Um, but, you know, them and their crusade for body positivity um despite the fact that they are very much straight sized mm-hmm. um and don't really spend any time talking about what experiences for fatter women are like or even just amplifying voices yeah. of fat women who are talking about their own experiences or you know just like acknowledging that people that they heavily associate themselves with have said not great things yeah about fat people this little discourse just reminded me i retweeted another tweet about just the body positive (laughs) quote-unquote movement um because that seems to be my thing now i'm like ooh, retweet (laughs) um this is logan is blazing i'm blazing which i don't want to say my body positive like warrior but i would say that though (laughs) just kidding um but again it's just like i don't know amplify voices anyway um, me and my 100 followers on Twitter. <laughs> Amplify those voices. But this tweet was from Maz Hedgehog, which I love that. Yes. Um, she said, thin women, gather round. Don't complain about how much thinner you want to be to your fat friend, colleague, acquaintance, random stranger. Shockingly, being told that someone hates your body type does not breed very much goodwill. Also, that shit just fucking hurts. Yeah. I, I appreciate Logan retweeting all of these things. Every time I see them, I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> it's just nice to see someone doing it. Well, I know? just know, like, I feel like even in, like, the last year or so, I've, like, become a lot more educated on, and, like, that's, like, through you, yeah. like, mostly, but, like, and KJ <laughs> KJ Apa really has opened up so many channels yeah. in my brain to it's absorb just... things like hatred <laughs> and murder. 
But I just feel like even within the last year, I've just become, like, a lot more educated on, um, I don't know, just the body positive movement in general. I mean, like, it's basically something that was just, like, co-opted by, like, thin white women. Yeah. um, Despite the fact that it was started by, like, fat women who (laughs) genuinely just want to be, you know, (laughs) accepted. No, no, you can have that too, for sure, I guess. Um, And so it's, like, I know in the past, like, I've spoken about things that, like, thinking back, I'm like, oh, that, like, wasn't good. And, like, I shouldn't have said that. Or, like, you know, I've said shit like, oh, my God, I feel so fat today. And it's, like, fat's not a feeling. Like, we've determined that. And so I just think, like, it's important when I see these things that I want to at least retweet them. Yeah. And, like, we obviously talk about it a lot on the podcast, and um, I'm not perfect, so I um, am willing to admit <laughs> that I have been perhaps problematic in, in the past. past. My <laughs> problematic phase. <laughs> I am my own. <laughs> it's what I strive to be. <laughs> Um, yeah. And that podcast, the She's All Fat. She's All Fat. Absorbed. Has been so amazing. Like, those girls, April and Sophie, are doing amazing work. Like, I'm so impressed with that podcast. I want to go back, actually, and listen to, like, their first season. Because I think I, first and second season? Because I started listening, like, midway through. Um, like, if you want to learn anything, if you're like, hmm, I don't really know a lot about yeah. body positivity and stuff like that, go listen to that podcast. It's incredibly educational. Also, if you're, like, listening to this and you're like, I don't see the big deal, maybe also do that. Like, yeah. go listen. If you're like, wow, they talk about this a lot. No, and, like, I think that's, like, a really good point because a lot of people are like, okay, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, why are you getting so bent out of shape about this? And, I mean, like, to a certain extent, it, like... I think it's hard, like, when you haven't lived a certain experience, like, Mm -hmm. it's hard for you to fully understand it, um, and obviously, like, I'll never, like, I can't understand that Mm -hmm. experience, like, right now, but it's, like, listening to that podcast helps, and they just, like, have a lot of interesting perspective on things, and it's, like, yeah, life is hard (laughs) when, you know, you can't necessarily, physically fit into spaces. yeah. That, you know, other people can. And then people and then, are like, well, I don't get the big deal. Like, why are you so anxious about going yeah. somewhere? And then, like, everything else yeah. is, like, advertisements and, like, clothing stores. It's like, oh, this? No. Yeah. No. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> also, no. <laughs> to this. And also, this year, this time of year, mm-hmm. as mentioned previously, is rough. Yeah. I just think we should stop seeing fat bodies as, like, befores. Yeah. Or something that needs to be changed mm-hmm. or improved upon. It's just it's a thing. <laughs> We're just people trying to. It's just trying it's, to people. It's so odd. It's like I don't know. I mean, it's just like oh, I don't like you because you have long hair. It's like oh my god. I mean, that's not even a good example. She like you can you can just cut your hair really yeah. easily. Like, yeah. It's just like it's so stupid. It's just I. I mean, I mean, it's the same with racism, I it guess. Is. Just, like, hating somebody yeah, inherently for, for, yeah, for something nothing. they really can't control. <laughs> Nor would they want to control. But then there's also just, like, the assumption that it can be controlled. Mm-hmm. And that just people are choosing, just yeah. based on laziness mm-hmm. and just being slobby people, that they're choosing not to change it. And it's just, like, A, don't have to change no. it. B, what makes you a stranger like, able to have any sort of insight mm-hmm. into this person's life and yeah. whether or not they are trying to lose weight, which is their prerogative. Well, and I think, 
it's kind of the same argument that people make, like, when they talk about, like, being gay or, like, transgender. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's just a choice. It's like, literally, why would anyone choose to, like, yeah. have to deal with that shit that they go through on a daily basis mm-hmm. from, like, bigots? And it's, like, the same with, like, fat people. It's like, why? If somebody, like, yeah. really had a choice, would they be like, yes, I want to go through life being uncomfortable. Can't find things. Can't, can't go to certain clothes, places. You know, have to look into venues ahead of time. Yeah. Like, wh- yes, somebody's yeah. choosing that. Yeah. <laughs> Have to immediately go into a space, like, certain spaces, and be like, okay, if I'm here, people will be looking at me in a certain way. That's, like, like a beach Mm -hmm. or a pool. Imagine. (laughs) Imagine, if you will. Imagine. Let me paint a picture. Yeah, and I think, like, people are like, oh, like, straight-sized people are like, oh, but I'm uncomfortable in a bathing suit, too. And it's just, like... You might be, and, like, I respect that because yeah. I am and I yeah. get it, but also, like... Like, they're not the greatest piece of clothing to have to wear. I feel like but... we say this all the time, but it's, like, no one's saying that you can't be insecure about your body and you can't have your own issues. Like, obviously everyone yeah. does, but just recognize that the world was made for you. Yeah. It's, like, it's a difference between, like hurt feelings like when people are talking about like racism mm-hmm. and white people are like oh like that's reverse racism like, that it's doesn't like, exist <laughs> it's, that's not real it's like a difference between having hurt feelings mm-hmm. and having like a system that like actively excludes you from things or makes you feel like you can't exclude you from it but then also makes you feel like it's your fault that you're being excluded yeah. from it and like if you had just worked harder to get in you would be there exactly and i feel like in terms of like, the difference between, I don't know, like, being fat versus just being, like, a straight-sized person with, mm-hmm. like, some body confidence issues. It's, like, if you're straight-sized and you have body confidence, like, that's just, like, an internal thing mm-hmm. that you have to deal with. Like, that's coming from your own yeah. head. Whatever. Yeah. The media sucks. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, like, with fat people, it's just, like, everything telling them. Yeah. Like, this world is not made for you. Yeah. You're not gonna get the things that you want. Like, that's that's society yeah, telling that's them not, that. that's not, like, I... <laughs> It's for sure, like, oh, I feel bad about myself. But then it's also, like, oh, I should feel bad about because myself. Because every, no one else is having this problem. Yeah. Oi, the joys. But God bless icons like BB Rexa, who are out here speaking up uh, about not being able to get a size 8 dress. <laughs> ladies out there. Which, like, okay. You're a celebrity. I'm sure you can figure it out. Especially, like, you're at this point where, like, pe- this is, like, a news article, yeah. you know? Like, you're that level of, like, famous that people are like, oh, let me Let's, write this down. Yeah. So it's like, I'm sure that you've made, like, a stink about it now and uh, it will be sorted. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, on the other hand, and um, why can't I think of her? Leslie, Leslie Jones. Jones. Same issue. People not so quick to fix it for them. Yeah, shout out to Christian Siriano because oh, he seems to be the Holding only person <laughs> to come. He's through. like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> but then he's also doing it for like straight sized people too. It's not like he's like, I'm, I'm only gonna do it for these. It's just like, I like it, and, and it's not like compromising any of which is what designers think. They think I'll make a gown for a fat person and my other ones are trash now because it touched a fat person. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this completely, like, yeah. devalues everything else I've done. It's like, no, no, he's still out there. No, I love it. I think it's great. And, like, I always find it so annoying. Like, because he, I think, like, has been, like, now very forward. It's like, 
be like, yes, like, I will make dresses yeah. for these people. I hate when, like, somebody makes a stink about something, and yes. then afterwards, designers are like, oh my god, no, I would love to dress you. It's yeah. like, well, why weren't you saying that before, before this person was yeah. vocal about it's it? It's because then, once they do it after that, everyone's like, oh my god, let me write an article about how great this company is for taking on such a complex issue. What a challenge that Ugh. must have been, getting a few extra feet of fabric. Crazy. That's so hard to do. It's like, what? It's like wild. It's like you're going to put more fabric and it's going to be like the same gown but bigger? No. I'm sorry. I'm just not, I don't think we're on the same page. Like, I'm just not getting it. No, I think, <laughs> like, that sounds fake. Like, I don't think that's possible, but like, dream big, I guess. Pun intended. All the time, BB Rexa. BB Rexa. Um, speaking of gowns, uh, the Oscar nominations. <laughs> that was the smoothest thing. I love that. Um, the Oscar nominations came out the other day. I honestly have very little idea of what was nominated, um, other than some of the big ones. But the I know what savior. was. <laughs> I know what wasn't nominated. Yeah, I have a lot of feelings, but that's fine. So. Our movie, yes. our baby. We worked so hard on it. That we poured our blood, sweat, and tears into. Mm-hmm. Eighth grade, which was directed and written by Bo Burnham. Yes. Our child, who we collectively birthed <laughs> yes. from our wombs. Yep. Um, our shared womb. It was not nominated for anything. anything. And that seems wrong on so many levels. So many level, le- le- levels. Levels. It was wrong on It was wrong on single every single day do it every single way make the single lady say Oh Bo Um It's a little musical interlude for you. We like to have those for you. It's very entertaining. Um yeah, I was very upset. I yesterday yesterday was that when they came out? I don't know. Whenever they came out recently. I went to look at work. I was like, oh, let me see. Yeah. And then nothing. I, Not for any of them. I really thought that, like, aside from anything else, it would at least get, like, a Best Original Screenplay nomination. Yes. Because I, we, I've already, we've already talked about yeah. that It was just movie. the perfect movie. And I've watched it several times since we went to see it in the theater, and mm-hmm. every time, I'm like, wow, that was great. Every time, I have the same reaction. Like, there's not a lot of movies mm. that you can watch over and over, and you're like, wow. Because you're like, oh yeah, I knew that's coming. It's just, I don't know. It was a delightful movie. It's emotional, and it's very true to being in eighth grade as a girl. Yeah. So... It, I know, it's really unfortunate, um, because it garnered so much, like, good publicity and good press, and it had so many good reviews when it came out. It was on Obama's list of favorite movies. You know what? Fuck the Oscars. <laughs> Obama listed it as one of his yeah. faves of the year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's all you they need won. to know. Um, like, honestly, to me, that would be, like, so much cooler yeah. than winning an Oscar right? at this point. Um... And for the Academy to completely not recognize that is, I mean, not shocking because... Great, they seem to do that. 
You know, it's one of those things where it's like, it could have gone either way. I mean, it did have a male writer and director, yes. and the Oscars jizzed themselves over that. Yeah. But it's about a teenage girl, oh. and we know how Ooh. devalued those are. Yeah, so. but it's like, it, and it was sad, but then it, it did have like a positive ending, yeah. so... Girl feeling good about themselves. I don't know if we can have that in yeah. the Oscars. No. So, no. Um, well, we love it and Bo Burnham and Elsie Fisher. I mean, she was she was so delightful. The thing is, it got so many of the, like, nominations for awards that are, like, often, like, the precursor. And you're yeah. like, oh my god, it's gonna have Oscars. And, no. <laughs> and you know what? That's okay. It's unfortunate, but it's okay. With shit like the Green Book being nominated, say, like the White Savior movie, then you know what? That's, That's how it's going. It's fine. <laughs> Two Canadian short films, though. The little dumpling the one. The little dumpling one, and then I forget what the other one's called. But two Canadian people. Ooh, ooh. Oh, Canada. Canada, our home and native land. True patrons of <laughs> in the We're dabbing and other things. Um, yeah, honestly, I don't really have much to say about the Oscars because I just find them like honestly irrelevant at this point. Um, and I have I've seen one movie that's yeah. nominated, like for Best Picture, and that was A Star Is Born. I haven't seen any of the other nominations. <laughs> Oh. Was Black Panther one of them? Um, it was for something. I and then I was like, was that this year? It was one of those movies that came, came out, like, out right the at the beginning. beginning. Yeah, I know. Um, I Honestly, I'm so not up to date on what the yeah. nominations are. So I think I it was for you. something. And I was like, okay. I think it was for something as well. Um, I just know that uh, Ryan Coogler didn't get a nomination for directing for it. Which, again, not shocking. No. Um, also it's like Spike Lee's first, um, directorial nomination, which is wild to think <laughs> yeah. about. Um, a lot, again, a lot of weird firsts yeah. where it's like, it's 2019. Like, why are we just doing and I this haven't, now? I haven't seen, like, we haven't seen Hereditary yet, mm-hmm. but like a lot of people were upset because they're like, horror movies are always like overlooked for things like this. And it's like. Most horror movies are bad, and that's what makes them great. Yes. But like, apparently, this one was like actually, yeah, good. Um, Louis Fertel, who I love and adore, um, and might die for if I had to. Um, he like does this thing on his Instagram story sometimes where he'll do like hot takes and like he'll get people to like send him like questions and he'll like talk about it. And so he was doing like an Oscars one the other night, and he's been like very vocal about Tony Collette's mm-hmm. performance in Hereditary over the last little while and saying that it's absolutely deserved of a nomination. Um, because he's just, like, she gives three different performances in that movie, yeah. and it's just, like, mind-blowing. I mean, Tony Collette's just, like, so fantastic. Anything I see her in, I'm just like, you're perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, horror movies are historically yeah. forgotten by the Oscars, with the exception of, like, Silence of the Lambs, which isn't even horror, like, yeah. straight up, so... You know what someone should do? Make a playlist of all the songs we sing. <laughs> we, should, we should do that? Oh my god. That would be the weirdest collection of music. So far this episode, um, Mary Morris, mm-hmm. Paula Abdul, the, the, the Canadian National, National Anthem. Anthem, 
Um, Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Mr. Oh, Burnham. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Burnham. Burnham. Um, there was another one, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, can't even there remember There were several. Now. Oh, I can feel it come. And then the and one then the weekend one. Yep. Yeah, any more Oscars talk? It's just, oh, Melissa McCarthy is nominated for, Good for her. best actress or best supporting actress. I don't remember. Again, I'm not sure. I also haven't seen the movie. It's her first serious role. So that's. I would also, she was in St. Vincent, and that was a serious role. That was apparently phenomenal. I love St. Vincent. It was very good. Very good. Yeah, it's nice to see um, Melissa McCarthy being recognized. I mean, like, she is so funny, and I love seeing her in good comedic roles. Yeah, not where it's like, it's funny because she's big and she's running. (laughs) Um, But it's so nice to see her being recognized because she is a phenomenal actress. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. What else in this world? Oh man! Um, oh, Firefest! Oh, the top Evian. of the town. Um, I would suck dick for Evian. <laughs> I will never look at a bottle of Evian the same way ever again. Just kidding. Out of context, that would seem very <laughs> vulgar. But if you've seen the Netflix documentary, then you understand. Um, yeah. So both Hulu and Netflix released their Firefest documentaries over the last week. Um, I don't have Hulu, so... No. <laughs> Netflix it is, baby! Just Netflix. Um, so both Zoe and I watched it at various points on the weekend, and wow! From what I saw on Twitter, mm-hmm. people were saying that Hulu's documentary did a better job at, like, showing all the, like, crime that yeah. happened, but Netflix's was more like, everything's ridiculous, look at these people. <laughs> yeah, they were talking about it on Keep It this week, um, and their guest was saying that the Netflix one was good for people that kind of already knew mm. a bit about the whole story, like who had maybe followed it when it initially happened. For and online. Like, yeah, like it's <laughs> yeah. for the online folk. Um, and like the Netflix, like it just kind of like amplified yeah. that and like there was kind of like less of, I don't know, I guess... A precursor to everything. Yeah. Um, I I want to watch the Hulu one now. I do. I want to watch eighty seven documentaries about yes. Firefest. I want a podcast, like an investigative podcast. I want Shane Firefest. Dawson to do I an in depth series. I want him to do an eight part series, and then I want a Netflix special yes. that's like twelve hour long. Oh episodes. my god! Yes. I don't think that's too much. I want like a Dateline. <laughs> I want. What's his Morrison? Keith like, Morrison, Keith Morrison to come out and be like Firefest. <laughs> I don't know why my arms were like rise, rise and grind. Um, every time we have talked about Firefest on this podcast, um, I will I say it and I will say it again: the cheese sandwich. Every time I see it, I am beside myself laughing. It's just. It's- like chef's kiss. It's the cheese on top of this whole situation. I loved in the Netflix documentary when they were like, you know, like Instagram models built this festival up to be so great and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And a picture of cheese on bread brought it all down. (laughs) And it's just... Your empire was crumpled by a craft single? By some kid that had 400 (laughs) followers on Twitter. Oh my god. Um, like, Uh, it's so hysterical. The only people I feel bad for are the poor Bahamians who were. Oh my god, that poor woman and her restaurant. Who paid, like, $50,000 out of pocket pocket so that her employees could get paid. 
It's absolutely horrible. Someone start a GoFundMe for this woman. I know. I really hope that somebody is or that, like, she's... Yeah, I hope that... Anyway. Yeah. That's the only part that made me feel bad is I'm just like, of course, like, these, like, black people were taken advantage of. Yeah. Like... And we're supposed to feel bad for this, like, white kid who's, like, a trust fund child. Who's, oh, I like, do not. Who's like, um... It's like, no, I, you are not the person who was victimized in this situation. You no. had enough money to, like, go there, um, deal with it afterwards, get a lawyer, yeah. be in this documentary, and you still look like you have a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, people worked for months and didn't get paid for it like just day and night and never got paid it's truly horrendous um but yeah it's just uh the pigs that part i was like this isn't real like i've been watching this now for some time and this isn't real yeah just going if we want to see the pigs we're gonna go see the pigs i was like okay yeah, but, like, are the pigs going to be at Firefest? <laughs> like, what did the pigs have to do with it? It's just, it's so wild to me. And, like, as I was watching the documentary, I was like, there are just so many parallels between it and TanaCon. Yeah. And they happened, like, only a couple of months apart, right? Like, Firefest was, like, April of last year and TanaCon yeah. was June. And it's just like, damn, history really <laughs> will repeat itself. All you needed is, like, a blonde kid on us. I was going to say, like, you had Billy McFarlane riding around on his little ATV. Yeah. You had What's-His-Face from What's-It's-Called on his little Segway. With his Gucci scarf flapping in the breeze. Just majestically flowing. <laughs> I But, no, the true hero of the documentary and of Firefest is um, Andy King. Is that yeah. his name? <laughs> that, I had seen the screen cap yes. of that part on Twitter yeah. before I watched the documentary. And I was like, God damn, what, what is going what on? What is this? So Andy King is like an event producer or something. He is their fearless gay leader. Their fearless gay leader. Um, and he had been working very closely with Billy on Firefest. <laughs> and I guess like a day or something before the festival was supposed to start, there thousands of bottles of Evian water got held up at customs. Also, like, of course it would be Evian. I mean, Evian like, is superior. It does taste great, but, like... Evian is great because it doesn't taste like any... It mm. is the most tasteless... Oh, it's so Give good. Give those rich people Dasani. Oh, see Aquafina. how they like it. That would have been a true tragedy. It would have been. They're like, yeah, it was supposed to be Evian. And then it got here, and it was Dasani. <laughs> that music that's like dun dun <laughs> So Andy um was approached by Billy after the water was held up at customs and he was like, you know, you're our fearless gay leader. You gotta take one for the team. We need you to take one for the team. Will you suck dick to get our water? <laughs> and his reaction was absolutely <laughs> He was like, I went home, I showered, I used some mouthwash. And I went down there. <laughs> Get you a ride or die like that. That's my ride. <laughs> oh my god. That was truly like the wildest like five, two to five minutes of my life was watching that. It was the piece de resistance of that like, whole documentary. He did not appear phased no. at all. He was like, yes, Billy, I will be there. He's like, okay, See you then. if that's what you need me if to do, you need me to do it. Then I guess that's what I'm doing. I'm, for the Evian, absolutely. Anytime. 
yeah, it's uh, it's truly wild. Um, I just, it's amazing that it that it happened. You know, it's, who allowed these people to like do any of this? I don't know. And then the meetings after it all went to shit, and they're like. No, I don't think it was fraud. I think oh, it's yeah. like John uh, Rule was just like it was just like false, false advertising. advertising. I'm like, which is fraud? Can I get a fraud? Jaw Rule, who tweeted, I too was hustled, <laughs> scammed, bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray. Which is my new He was tweet. opening a thesaurus and he was like, words more lied <laughs> Bamboozled. Bamboozled. Hoodwinked. <laughs> I love that movie. Hoodwinked. It's a good film. You don't like hoodwinks? I don't like hoodwinks. You don't like Andy Dick as that rabbit? I I mean, I think I've seen it once, so maybe I, I can't have an opinion. A solid one. Anne but. Hathaway voices Little Red Riding White. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Just... I do. I know. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Hoodwinks. What did you guys think of the Firefest documentary? Send us your videos of you doing makeup on eggs. Mm-hmm. Let us know about Firefest. Yeah. Send us videos of you dancing to our KJ Appa chant also. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. KJ Appa has got, got to go. go. Let's have a KJ Appa <laughs> Can somebody remix us, like, singing that into, like, an actual hey, song? Hey. Ho, ho. KJ Appa has got to go. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. KJ Appa has got to go. Um, If anyone can remix that into a song, let us <laughs> Would know. Would appreciate it. Um, also making news this week is that computer turning on for no reason. It does that from time to time. It does that from time to time. It doesn't want to do the that. Um, there's some controversy. Controversy. (laughs) Um, surrounding Ariana Grande's new song, Seven Rings, Mm. which came out last week. Um, both Princess Nokia and Soulja Boy have accused her of stealing. I think it's bold of Soulja Boy to assume anyone would steal things from him. I mean, to be fair, it does sound a lot like... I didn't listen to his comparison. I only listened to Princess Nokia. And I was okay. like, where? No, literally, though, Princess Nokia. So what did she say? Sorry. Oh, there's a really good article on Vulture about it. It's called To Whom Does Ariana Grande Seven Rings Oh, It's Sound? It's by Lauren Michelle Jackson. Um, and it's just, like, a really good article about, um, like, appropriation in music and mm-hmm. stuff like that and kind of this whole rigmarole. Um, very well written. But, um, yeah. Where- oh, yeah. So, Princess Nokia. Oh, <laughs> dear sweet destiny or whatever your name is. Um, she posted a video that I guess, like, she's now taken down. Oh, is it gone? Yeah. Oh. But she, um... She was trying to show the resemblance between Seven Rings and a song of hers called Mine, which was off of her album, 1992. Um, And she says in the video, she's like, does that sound familiar to you? Because that sound really familiar to me. Isn't that the song I made about brown women and their hair? Sounds about white. Which, that's funny. Um, (laughs) But also, I listened to, like, a snippet of Seven Rings compared to her song, and I'm like, I don't really hear it. Yeah, like, the clip... Okay, assuming you're thinking someone has stole a song mm-hmm. from you, the clip that you choose to, like, highlight in your video about it is the, like, most it sounds, you know? Like, you're like, this is the part where I was like, yes, it sounds like my song. Yeah. The two clips that she played, I was like, 
No, these are both two different songs. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not a music expert. Like, maybe to, like, a more trained ear, you could, like, pick up, like, the similarities. I personally, if I listen to those two songs back to back, I don't know if I'd necessarily be like, damn, those sound familiar. They have, like, a similar, like, vibe, like a genre. Yeah, you know, <laughs> But I that's, mean... like, they don't sound like the same song. Also, in my opinion. like, after she posted that video, a Toronto producer was like, uh, yeah, Princess Nokia stole that from me. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, this, like, endless thing. Also, people were bringing up the fact that Princess Nokia has, like, fully ripped off a song from yeah. Kaliu. Just, like, that deadass sounds the same. Someone I saw after she posted that video, someone replied where they had edited the video and put in that song and her song together and was like, does that sound familiar? Yeah, you. her song Orange Blossom sounds exactly like a song by Kaliuchis, and it's ludicrous. And I'm like, if you are going to come online and be like, mm, that sounds, sounds awfully familiar, yeah. how dare you steal a concert? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you might want to, excuse me, make sure that you have never done the same thing. And also, doesn't that song that she like blatantly ripped off have the lyric like Orange Blossom in it I or something? So. Like, I'm pretty sure from that clip, like it said Orange Blossom and then her song didn't say that, but was called Orange that. Orange Blossom. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, So that whole thing is going on. Also, um, Seven Rings sounds a lock. A lock. Oh my god, I'm like losing my mind. It sounds, it's fine. Power it sounds through. a lot like Pretty Girl Swag by Soldier Boy, and that legitimately, I do I hear didn't it. Listen to that one. I'm like, okay, like I sure, but also it's like the article on Vulture does a really good job of explaining all of it. Um, and again, I'm not like a music person, so I can't get into like the intricacies, <laughs> but. I mean, there's just such a long line, especially in, like, hip-hop and R&B and rap of sampling other music. Mm -hmm. And, like, yes, obviously you need to, like, if you're doing that blatantly, like, you need to go through the proper channels to, like, get that approved. But, I mean, artists have been ripping each other off, whether it's intentional or not, for decades. Listen to a One Direction song. (laughs) Literally every other song they put out, I was like... The best song ever is a Who song. Yeah. Um... (laughs) What makes you we beautiful will, is rock you. just Summer Lovin' from Greece. Yes. <laughs> rock You is just We Will Rock You by Queen. They, they didn't, didn't try so hard with that one. They didn't one. really change a whole lot up. Um, I mean, it's like artists do it all the time, and it's like sometimes they get caught, other people don't. I think the bigger issue that people are having is, I think the conversation has really turned to like the whole cultural appropriation yeah. issue with Ariana Grande. And I mean, like, she wants us to forget that she's Italian. And it's like, I'm certainly not the person to like, lead this discussion because like who am I as a white person to be like let me tell you about cultural appropriation um Lauren who wrote that article for Vulture like has talked a lot about that in the past so I uh I trust what she has to say on the (laughs) matter um but I think that's like the bigger like people are like oh you ripped off my song but it's like the bigger issue is you know I'm a rapper and you're a pop pop singer yeah although I would say, I would argue, that her transition into the sound that she has now has actually been pretty, like, steady. Yeah. And, like, you can really map it. Like, it's not a huge leap It's not like when Miley doing. Cyrus was, like, doing her country thing exactly. and then performed at the VMAs. And you're like, wait, what are we doing now? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. like, you listen to, like, her early stuff and then mm-hmm. now you're like, oh, yeah, that just kind of... 
Like, yeah. it just ended up there. I mean, like, even, like, her, you know, first couple of albums, they were pop, but it was, like, very much, like, R&B inspired. Mm-hmm. She had a lot of, like, R&B writers and um, artists that were, like, featured or writing with her. And so it's been, like, a really steady progression. And I'm like, honestly, it makes sense. Like, I am not here to disparage it for that reason. Yeah. Um, and also, it's like, I've seen so many, like, people who, you know, are black and they, like, don't have an issue with Ariana Grande. Yeah. And it's like, not to say that that means she's not doing anything wrong, but it's just like, <laughs> and it's kind of echoed in that article. But I think people have less of an issue with Ariana because she does it so well. Yeah. She's not a Miley Cyrus. She's not a Katy Perry where it's so forced and contrived yeah. and just bad. Yeah. Like, she does it and she makes it work. It doesn't feel like a parody. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, that's her personality. And you're like, but wait. You know, it's just like her her doing the sound like it doesn't feel... Like, she just, she does it well. Seven yeah. Rings is a bop. It is. The music uh, video, great. Is it, I mean, that was the other thing people were like, oh, yeah. oh like, trap house Take culture. Trap, yeah. You know, like, that's a it's conversation. A yeah. And, again, we're probably not the best people to be leading it. Um, but, listen, <laughs> the girl's got bangers. She does. I agree. And, um, I don't know. Make your own decision. Educate yourself. Make your own decision. If you're going to compare your thing to someone else's thing, make sure you pick the best clip of it sounding identical. That's the, that's the lesson here. I love somebody did like a, they recreated Princess Nokia's video. Yeah. But they did it with, <laughs> these are a few of my favorite things by Julie Andrews. And they're like, hmm, interesting. Does that sound familiar to you? <laughs> I think I saw that too. It's so funny. <laughs> Oh, the internet sometimes is a blessing. It truly can be. I mean, it brought us that cheese picture, the cheese sandwich, and it brought us this. So, so it's good in my books. <laughs> is there anything else? Um, not for me. All right. Well, if you want to vote in our egg poll, which will be up when this episode goes up, um, you can follow us on Twitter. At HonestlyPod, Instagram at HonestlyPod, Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. You can email us at TheHonestlyPodcast at gmail.com. We have a website, which is TheHonestlyPodcast.Wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home because it will lead you nowhere. We have merch on that website. In the merch tab, if you just want to forego the website for whatever reason, that's rude, but, like, sure. Um, <laughs> honestlypod.threadless.com. Check out our cute little faces on cute little things. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it. Um, and if you leave us a review, take a screenshot of it and send it to us. And in return, we will send you a limited edition Honestly Pod sticker. They're so cute. Again, our cute little faces. Don't you want them? Don't you want Put them? Put them on an egg. Don't egg you guitars. want them, baby? baby. Don't, Don't you want them? Oh. Is that it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye.